Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm Kim. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like um, a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and primarily see God, not ourselves. All right, so we're in First Chronicles, and we're picking up with chapter 5 here. And remember, right, this is a post-exile writer right. writing to the people of Israel to direct them to consider what they believed about God, his people, the kingship, right. which we said was David and all that, the and temple, the priests, the priest, right. and these blessings and curses that were poured out on God's people. Now- And we still have a lot of names. Oh yeah, still have a lot of names. So one of the big themes I, I, I meant to say last time, but we even see it even more clearly here, is that there was this question is, who is the people of God? Like, right. who is all of Israel? We've been exiled for all these years. Or right. Judah went to Babylon. Israel went to Assyria. Mm-hmm. We've been exiled all these years. Who are the people of God? And these chapters let point us know. Point out. This is who the people of God are. Yeah. They point out. Yeah. So literally, in these four, he's just going to go through, like, every tribe. Right? right. And he starts out in First Chronicles 5. And it's so good because he's like, um, Reuben. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Ah, uh, he... Messed up. Messed up. Yep. And he messed up. And if you remember, Reuben was the oldest of Jacob's sons. Right. And he was supposed to receive... The birthright. The birthright mm-hmm. and the blessing. And he slept with his father's concubine. And yep. that disqualified him from receiving the blessing. And in the ancient Near East, right, birthright laws were very strict. Um, and you could lose it, though, by dishonoring your father, right? And he was trying to, in a sense, the, the Bible is trying to show us that, in a sense, he was trying, in his own way, lay claim to his father's property right. improperly. By sleeping with his Yeah, by sleeping with his father's girl. Yeah, by sleeping with his father's girl. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. So it's just little stuff like that that the right. writer of Chronicles, yeah, assumes you know. And it's the same. We talked about it before, just how he'll give one line and tell a whole story. Because he even says, defiles his father's bed just yeah. assuming that the readers would know what that meant and exactly. how he did it exactly. and then it's a way to explain this is by the way how judah got to the place where they are so mm. and he goes through just more about the genealogy and again the same thing about connecting the dots and letting you know who was important so he's going through and he constantly you'll see as you're reading throughout his focus is He's not impressed with the numbers of people. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they cry out to the Lord. So you'll yes. see that they got success because they cried out to the Lord. What was important to him mm-hmm. was them realizing who he was um, and realizing that he's the one who assured David's line and the priesthood. You'll see this is the theme throughout the entire book of First Chronicles. Yep, absolutely. I love that. Um, God wants a people, not who are necessarily strong in themselves, but know how right. strong he is. Right. And he cares about their heart. Yeah. He's like, I don't care about your credentials. I'm yeah. God. But yeah. your heart is your heart turned towards me. Yeah. And that's what I said too. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like our biggest need is devotion. Exactly. Right? We need to be devoted. Our hearts, like you said, I love that, need to be devoted to God because he's the one that can help us in any time of need. Right. He's not just right. um, a utility. Right. He's not just someone we come to. Oh, Things are going bad. Mm-hmm. Let's call out to God. He's like, no, he's the one our hearts need to be aligned to exactly. in all areas of life at all times. And one um, of the things that we had talked about when you were talking about the Levites, like yeah. you mentioned chapter six, he's talking about Levi's line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. We all know how important Moses is to the yeah. story. Oh, and good. in here, Moses is just a blip. He a mentions blip. Moses. He's yeah. just like, okay, this is who he came from. But yeah, what we're talking about right now, though, are the priests and they came from Aaron. So mm. all right, Moses, that's good. You're a man of God. But 
Aaron is who we're focusing on. And he goes through and gives Aaron's line throughout the Levitical priest. I love that because um, it it humbles us, right? So Moses is this guy who is prefigures Jesus in a lot of ways. Right. He led the people of of uh, Israel out of Egypt forty years. Yeah, and he miracles, miracles, plagues, Doing plagues, <laughs> like big time. And that and the thing is though, they will refer back to Egypt as like the paradigm right. salvation of the Old Testament over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And Moses is this. Yeah, and he's even a paradigm for the prophets, right? So he's like, yo, I'm going to raise up a prophet among you like Moses, right? right? And the prophets are kind of compared to Moses in a way in their faithfulness. So it's all these connections. And even he gets a little line. Right, one. One line. And and that keeps us all humble. It does. The main actor in this story is God. Is God. Is God. And uh, like we were saying with... um, the Levites, it's interesting that chapter six is the mm-hmm. longest chapter in, I think in Chronicles. Yeah, it's it's super long, 70-something verses. But again, like Kim said, the priests are super important here right. because, again, you have this community who's coming out of exile, and they need to know how to worship God. Right. Right? That is their biggest concern. That that needs to be their biggest concern. It's what sent them into exile in the first place. Ooh, talk about Not it. focusing on who God is. And so David is like, if there's anything that's going to be right, we'll see later on in the book. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to have this worship of God right. And we yes. have to have the Levites in place. We have to have the priests in place because we don't need to do this again. Yes. And even, even thinking about, all right, so the Bible, I've said this before on the podcast, the Bible is history. Mm-hmm. It's theology. It's dealing with God. But right. it's also literature so like for example in first chronicles he does this thing where he starts with adam in in chapter one Mm -hmm. finished finishes the people of god in chapter eight and it forms like this um literary structure of an inclusio right so in the middle of the people of god like we just said Mm -hmm. we're the levites the priests and he's trying to show them that no the worship of yahweh is what the community is centered around right and right. even for us today we have to remember that it's so easy to get lost in culture wars stuff. politics and just mm-hmm. everything which is fine which is good i don't want to say it's right bad. but at the end of the day the most important thing is that we have intimacy with the one true god exactly yeah. and that we focus on who he is and just his like we get glimpses of god's grace throughout here in chapter seven um when he lists all of the people of Benjamin, you look at this, you think, oh my goodness, look at all the numbers. Mm. But if you remember in Judges, they had gotten down to 600 people. Wow. And so again, it's a testament of God's faithfulness. Like you can't, yes, we mess up, but mm. God is still gracious. It still points yeah. us back to him. The fact that they were in exile and here it is, he's reminding them, yep, but I want you to come back to me. Just time after time, there's pictures of God's grace throughout this book. Um, what looks like discipline a lot of times and actually is still points back to the fact that, yes, but God is gracious. Yep. He is good to his people. And yeah, the chronicler, I think he's really trying to hone that in by just like you said, those little details that is mm-hmm. that if we haven't read the other books, it's kind of hard for us to see. But when we look, when we take a step back and look at the whole landscape of redemptive history up until this time, um, you know. It is God's grace that has sustained the people of God. And that's the thing that it just struck me as I continue to read, right? So you finish off in chapter eight with, yeah, like you said, Benjamin. And Benjamin, too, had this like super checkered history, right? So Saul comes from Benjamin. 
Right. Benjamin, uh, the tribe of Benjamin, like basically had a civil war with uh, with Israel. Ugly. <laughs> Ugly in Judges. <laughs> Just so, so much stuff. Dirty. <laughs> and it's like, yo, God, you literally allowed Benjamin to survive one. Right. And they, I think the back half of eight is where he kind of... Uh, goes in about their line and they were actually a part of the southern kingdom of judah before the exile Mm -hmm. and so the southern kingdom is judah and benjamin right like how how gracious is god in that that? tag yeah Mm -hmm. and that he and then and then even in that he would keep all of the nations right intact in some sense in the midst of exile because we have to remember later in the new testament paul comes from benjamin 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 Ain't crazy. that crazy? Crazy. That's crazy. But but even that though, like you skip a book like Chronicles, you don't even think right. Right. You don't even remember who was the tribe of Benjamin. Right. Well, why if, are they significant? Why are they significant? Why was Paul saying? But I'm from the the tribe of Benjamin. Well, I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. Yeah. Dog. Like I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. He's like what? you know flexing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm from the Hebrew. I'm the tribe of Benjamin. I'm I have this status, but. I lay it all aside because of Christ, right? Right. And um, yeah, the the thing that I kind of came away with, Kim, was just like, man, God, those whom God saves, He keeps. He does. He keeps mm-hmm. His people. It it doesn't matter, like if what happens. Like God is going to stay faithful to His promises, and the fact that He, the chronicler, a human, could recall. <laughs> Right, obviously under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, but could recall all of the tribes, all of the people that God kept, right? Even in the midst of exile. That is good news for me because I know I could be one that'd drive myself into yeah, exile.